Glover's Update, the very latest news from Hewish Park. Hello and welcome to Glover's Update. Uh, I'm glad to say we've managed to get hold of manager Daryl Sahl and also Charlie Lee and Craig Alcock to give us an update on how the preparations are going for the playoffs. First of all, we caught up with Craig Alcock. Okay, hi Craig. Uh, you're back training now. Um, been back about a week, I guess. How's it all going? Yeah, no, it's been it's been good. Lads have come back in good shape, and everyone's eager to get going. Does the prospect of a behind closed doors match um, well inhibit you a bit? Um, yeah, obviously from the fact that you obviously you want your fans there and because and, they give you a boost and all. But at the same time, we've got we've got a job to do within ourselves that that we obviously want one one aim that we, we as a club are trying to achieve. And how's trading been? Has it been kind of like a normal, um, you know, coming back after a, a pre-season type of job? Uh, it kind of. I mean, it's sort of been tough and all, obviously, because you're working sort of all day, every day f- during the week and all. But the gaffer's got plans in place of how to manage the lads, and like you say, the lads are going about it with with the utmost endeavour and just trying to graft as best as possible. But yeah, it's tough because obviously you've come from being inactive for so long. Obviously, only doing your own things to now getting back into sort of football fitness, which is is obviously tough to get back into. Uh, do the muscles ache a bit? They're a little bit sore every now and again, but you just get on with it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I mean, you know, how did you manage with 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 training at home well, during the lockdown? I and mean, was it difficult? Yeah, it was it was different, obviously, and all trying to manage me personally, obviously, manage it with a little in as well. I was just getting a little in to do some sprints as well alongside me, so it wasn't too bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it was, you just you just have to. It's like everyone will have to make time, and and you just have to do the best you can. Yeah, yeah. And um, we don't know the dates yet, but I, I think the 18th and 19th seems to be being banded around. Um, obviously, the next two weeks are going to be pretty intense then, are they? Yeah, well, obviously, because we're sort of gearing towards, like you say, that, that one game, which is all we're focusing on at the moment. So we've just got to do everything we can to make sure we're, we're prepared, being behind closed doors and what have you, but just to make sure we've, we're at it and as fit as we can be and as good as we can be when it comes to that point. And, and talking to the squad, is, is is everybody more or less fit in the context of injuries? Yeah, I think by the time also the first game comes about, I think everyone touched wood, fingers crossed, everyone will be, will be good and raring to go. And what about the the old um, coronavirus testing? How's that been? I gather the bit where they shove it up your nose isn't exactly the nicest experience. Oh no! Well, we, we've had like an antibody test. We've had finger prick like type one, to be fair. So. Oh, have you? Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah, so it's a bit bit different so I was a bit, it's been alright but yeah no it's been fine obviously we have always that apprehension nervousness when you have it for some reason just praying you haven't got it and all that yeah how often yeah, do you have no, to have the test right. then Craig we're having it every week at the minute every week are you yeah 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 and is that including all the staff as well as the players yeah I think everyone's having it everyone that's at the club yeah yeah oh great so fair play to the chairman yeah he's yeah. put himself out there to, to do it for all the lads so yeah let's hope we can all achieve one goal we want well <clears throat> all I can do is at the moment is to uh, wish you all the best for the training leading up to the to the game and uh, let's hope we can all march on and back into the football league no definitely cheers eight, and hopefully everyone's staying safe and all the fans will all be behind us anyway excellent thanks very much for talking to me Craig well that was Craig Alcock and next we caught up with Charlie Lee 
Hi there, Charlie. Um, how's it going? You're back at training. Been back a week or so now. How's it all working out? Yeah, it's been, it's been really good to get back into training and good to see the lads. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously having to go through all this parava of, of having tests and that must be a bit of a pain, but at least you haven't, I gather, you haven't got to have the, the ones uh, where they shove it down your throat and up your nose. Yeah, well, obviously you, you understand that it's, it's for the right reason, so you just got to yeah. get on with the, with the testing and the... It's well worth it to get back into training. But it must be a bit of a relief to presumably get back a, a positive... Well, when I say a positive, I mean a... What's the word? Negative test? In other words, that you haven't got it anyway. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, of course. I, I, you have to wait for it, obviously, to, yeah. to get told if you're allowed to win or not. So it, it's quite strange, but obviously very much important. So none of the boys are frustrated with it. You've just got to get on with it and try and get the job done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how how hard has the training been, bearing you know, compared to a, a regular return uh, for pre-season? It's, it must be different because you've you've sort of had a longer period of time off, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. And obviously, you're you're preparing for slightly different different things. You're you're preparing for one to three games instead of a whole season, so it has to be a bit more specific. But obviously, the intensity. At this club has been there from day one. If you don't, if, you, if you're not ready to work, you're not. You ain't going to play. So mm, yeah, they've been set up since day one. The gaff has always been like that. So, but the boys have come back in in, in great shape, to be honest. Yeah, oh, and uh, it's been it's been it's been really enjoyable. Um, presumably, those two hot days last week must have been a bit harder. I, well, it's the same every year. Don't matter when you come back from a big break; they always the, the sun always seems to find its way out, whether it's pre-season, off-season. Yeah, yeah. It, is, they, that, it, it always seems to be warm. And um, so I can imagine. Yeah. What about the, the prospect of playing in front of uh, no fans? How does that sort of strike you? Well, not just you, but all of the lads, really. <laughs> I know it, it probably won't feel the same, maybe. But I just don't, if I get a chance to play in the playoffs, I don't care if there's. Yeah. If we get a chance, I'm just really excited for it. We know it won't be the same. Our support this year has been been second to none, especially at our level. So it, it's frustrating that the fans probably won't be there. But we get if we get a chance to play in the playoffs, it, it's all worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Good. Well, thanks for talking to us, Charlie. Just wanted to get an update for the for the listeners, really, and uh, keep up the hard work. And um, hopefully, we'll see you at Wembley. Yeah, hopefully. Well, when I, when I say see you at Wembley, on the telly, anyway. <laughs> yeah, on the telly. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, Charlie. Thanks very much right. for talking to us. Take care. And finally, we caught up with Darren Sahl. Well, Darren, welcome to uh, uh, Glover's Update. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I know you're a busy man. You're on the road at the moment. How are things going generally? Yeah, yeah very well. I mean, we've not been we've not been back uh, that long. Um, it's only been a few days, so it's uh, it's been uh, but it's been good. It's been good to players and uh, and get that kind of those relationships going and mm. the, uh, the 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 normal kind of banter that that is associated with a football team but in particular this group because they are um, they're pretty uh, charismatic at times 
and yeah. um, it's been good. It's been good. It's been better. You know, look, we've been we've all had to go through such a crazy situation in terms of lockdown and isolations and things like that. It's uh, it's nice to be socialising again. It's nice to be back working with, with football players. How different is it uh, in return? You know, respect of normally coming back from a, a normal summer break to a, to a pre-season. I mean, this is going to be a little bit more intense, isn't it, than, than a regular pre-season? Well, I think the the, the two two um, scenarios are completely different in terms of what you're trying to achieve. When you when you do a pre-season, is to prepare people for ten months, and the ten months is a really tough, arduous ten months. Yeah. You know, the things you go through in a season, you go through some really massive highs, you go through some some stupid lows, you get you know praised you get insulted you get all of it so you're not just preparing the bodies you're preparing people's minds and you're preparing them for you're hardening every aspect of them so that they can they can perform over 10 months what we're doing right now is we're preparing for one game yeah you know there's, there's no point trying to preempt uh, playing three games because that's not that's not the scenario. The scenario is there's one hurdle in our way at the moment, which is one game, and we have to prepare as thoroughly as possible for that one game, uh, and and that's it. So I think the I think the type of training, I think the um, the content that is required is 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 very very playing at Wembley or the possibility of playing at Wembley. An empty Wembley is going to be a bit strange as well, isn't it? No, the game won't be at Wembley. Oh, it won't be at Wembley. Right. Okay. No, okay. it'll, be, it'll be a neutral venue. What, what, somewhere like sort of Villa Park or, or whatever? I've no idea. No. no. No idea whatsoever. No idea. But presumably it'll be a, a, a you know, a, a Premier League game uh, ground rather than a... I don't, I, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. It could be chalky. I've I, I, I no idea. I think I, I mean, to me, those things aren't really that important. No. Um, especially in this, if we were you know, if we were able to do what we normally do in front of our supporters, and I think it's hugely important. Mm. But I think in in this moment and and in this instant, uh, I think that uh, I don't actually think that where you play is as long as the pitch is a, a decent pitch, um, it doesn't really matter because you can have hundred thousand seats, there'll be no one in them. No. No, just, so doesn't, so doesn't really just a load of cardboard cutouts instead, eh? <laughs> cardboard cutouts, exactly right. Yeah. For hundred pound each. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think I'd bother. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but so, so how have the players been reacting to coming back and you know getting back into the old routine again? Is it, is it come easily or is it, is it a bit of a struggle? Um, I think I think the, the the initial period is is easy. I think after the first couple of sessions, I think it's a lot harder. Yeah. Um, we've we've all been you know we've all had to you know, retain some sort of physical and mental health, haven't we? Through yeah, road running, cycling. Those are those are the you know out there that are lucky enough to have treadmills or you know we've we've had to go back to that. You know, no gyms. Mm. Um, it's, so it's, it's very old fashioned, but. The one thing you can't replicate, or we couldn't replicate during that time, was can't replicate the movements of a football match because you'd need to get, you know, a group of eight minimum together in order to create some sort of game that replicates the, you know, the physiological demands of football. Yeah. And we, you, you could, no one could do that in lockdown. That was obviously one of the um, one of the restrictions, and and through the guidance, so you can do that. So. What they are going to be is they're going to be very, very sore for a, you know a few weeks yeah. because they've had a huge they've had a huge break. They've been training completely different muscles. 
because yeah. they were the only ones they could. Um, and they're going to have to find themselves again. They're going to have to find their bodies and find it quickly. But you know, we we will we will attack this period a lot differently than what we'd attack a pre-season program. Initially, there seemed to be when the, the football came back. Especially in Germany, they were saying that there was a lot of injuries in Germany. Um, I haven't heard of that many in England, but do you, do you fear that that might be a problem? Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's, but I think that's there. Whatever, isn't it? Mm. I mean, it's football. While football is contact, there's always going to be that that risk, um, and 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 that, it's always going to be at the forefront of people's minds. But like I said, we're again we're different to Germany. Germany had to prepare to play ten, eleven games. Uh, and we're preparing for one. Yeah, so, yeah. all you can prepare for is the one game because of its knockout uh, style and nature. You can only prepare for one game. And the important thing is to try and keep them fit through the training so that they can at least get out on the pitch and, you know, and, and, and attempt to win that game. Um, and, then take it, and then take it from there day by day. But, you know, you, the, the big man above, he's, he's got to be smiling down on you. He mm. really has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about uh, injuries from from our existing players? Is Reese Murphy back? Reese is at a stage now where he can start to do some sort of realistic um, football movements. Yeah. Um, he's at that stage. Um, and Lawson is not quite at that stage. Right. And Craig Alcock's probably in between the two. Right. So, um, probably Reese is probably the most advanced, uh, and, and, and again, he's, he's using a ball again and moving, you know, in a in, in a realistic fashion to what football presents. Yeah. Um, Craig's not quite there yet. Uh, sorry, yeah, Craig's not quite there yet, and and Norton's probably just a couple of yards behind him. Yeah. And, and have we lost any players? I, I don't know, isn't is it around now that you, you put out the retained list? I mean, have we lost any players or is everybody still here from last season or what? No, I think, I think that's a really good question because I hear a lot about this retained list. I don't know how anyone expects us to put out a retained list and a release list without finishing the season. Yeah. I'm absolutely flabbergasted by that demand. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very... I think it's still timed as well mm. um, because... Know, we've got players now playing for the club's future for the yeah. club's future their futures might not be sorted but they're still playing for the club's future yeah. so you know we have to give everyone like they do the the benefit of the terms of their contract and um and, and make sound decisions in you know in a in a stable place what league we're going to be in what are they going to be the financial restrictions based on how COVID has, uh, has, has, has impacted on the business. Yeah. Um, and then we can work from there. Um, all the players have come back. All the players have come back. Um, as we speak, Hutton, uh, Brandon Cooper, Jimmy Smith, Adam Smith, Caleb Richards have all agreed to extend their loans. Right. All of the clubs of those players have agreed to extend their loans. Yeah. And uh, we've, we've, we've got a full bill of health in terms of loanies. So that's looking very positive then, isn't it? Yeah, no, very, very positive. Mm. You know, really, you know, especially in that we brought Adam back uh, to support uh, Nels. Yeah. Uh, but he's for the first time having a period of training that, you know, with, with the team that he didn't have before, before lockdown 
kicked in. Um, and Jimmy Smith in particular was, you know, we, we're just starting to find some form again. Yeah. Um, or before the break. Um, and we're obviously delighted. And, and Jimmy really pushed hard to make that loan period extend. Yeah. Um, and as you know, has, has really put Yeovil first in that on that front. So, you know, I, I, I applaud Jimmy, and, and I'm also very thankful because he's a he's a very good player for us. Well, it's a very encouraging position to be in, isn't it? For sure. Uh, how have you found the um, the actual testing process? Has that been uh, pretty straightforward? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward. They go in, you have your test, you get told whether you can stay at work or go home. Yeah. Um, and, and and then you kick off, and uh, it's been it's been very very straightforward. Uh, we've, it's very organised. The ground is very organised. Uh, our you know the policies and processes under the EFL and the government guidelines, FA government guidelines are um, you know are extensive. Um, but the, the the places, you know, it's very uh, the logistics of the running of the business now is is very thorough. And um, you know we're working. We work hard to make sure that we we follow those those processes. I I, I saw the list of of the. Um, I was going to use the word demands. That's probably a bit unfair. But of the the um, it, you know the system that they've put in place for clubs to follow. But it certainly seemed it seemed pretty uh, pretty intensive with you know risk assessments and medical officers and this that and the other. Yeah. I mean, has that put the club under a, a, a lot of pressure? Uh, it's certainly given a bit more work to some people. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it's you know I, I can understand why they've gone to this extent because you know the out one of the one of the permutations of the illness is death. <laughs> Quite. And, you know, and, and when you and when you work back from, you know, death or the process of dying from illness, you know, you have to be you have to be very thorough and you have to take certain precautions and, and make certain uh, certain sacrifices in order to reduce or relieve any any opportunity for that to be a, a serious outcome. So it's um, you know it, it is extensive, but. You know, it's, it's, it's much needed, much required, and I think the testing processes at Premier League down through the EFL um, have shown so far how thorough professional football is, how organised it is, and you know, and how um, how far we're all prepared to go to try and maximise the safety and well-being of the players. So I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it because, like I said, at the end of it, it's not it's not a you know three or four week injury where you can come back from and there's so many thousands upon thousands of people who have lost their life yeah you know no one wants to see any more um, uh, unnecessary is the word is not the right word but hopefully you uh. and the listeners would understand that there's no uh, there's no unnecessary deaths because we haven't gone that little bit further with our policies and precautions so Mm. No, I think I think it's been good. It's made us all think. It's made the it's made the whole world rethink how it turns on its axis, and um, and and may, maybe uh, maybe that will be you know in in the future, in the short or long term future. Um, maybe that would have been a good thing. One of the only good things to have come out of it. Maybe you would have a word with those five hundred thousand people on Bournemouth Beach last week. 
No, I, I know, but there, there are, you know, there are um, so many different examples of that. Mm. So many different examples of mass gatherings. Um, and we, you know, again, uh, this could be taken so many different ways. I'm, I'm trying to be quite careful with my words, but, you know, the, the country, we are improving. The country looks like it's improving in terms of, you know, infection rates and yeah. fatalities and blood, you know, and so on and so forth. And, you know, it's been such a hard time. You know, I've been, I've been very, very lucky that my family haven't been in, uh, affected by uh, in any way. Mm. But I've also got very good, very, very close friends that, you know, I've lost multiple family members through it. Really? Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, and it's been, a, it's been a very, very difficult time. So, it, for, for football, yes, we want to see football play. Yes, footballers want to play football. It's a short career anyway. Um, and, and it is our living, like everyone's living is, is different. And, um, and if, you know, we've got to be ultra, ultra safe in order to play football, then, you know, I think we'd all agree that it's better to have some football, even if we can't watch it live. The, the, the games that are now being shown on Sky and the BBC and BT Sport, you know, it's been a, it's been a real relief to be able to watch football again. Yeah. So, um, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure everyone in football is prepared to do this. I certainly don't see it as a burden or some sort of sacrifice. <laughs> no, um, nor do I. <laughs> because, uh, I, you know, I love my football so much. So, yeah. it's, uh, it's important we do it. It really is important we do it. And we've been lucky. We've been very, very well led at our place, you know, at Yeovil. Mm. Um, firstly by Scott and then from uh, James Hillier. Um, he, you know, we've, he's, done a, he's done a fantastic job in preparing the the organisation to operate under these conditions. Yeah, he's very switched on as James. I've worked with James for a long time and I know what he's like, so uh, yeah. he won't cut any corners no, for sure. He's, he's a good lad, James. No, he won't. No, no, that's no he certainly won't. So you're enjoying the, the return of the football generally though, are you, as, as, a, as a manager that's been, uh, you know, de- denied your, your football fix every week? Yeah, yeah, you know, look, I, miss, I miss the competition I miss the challenge, I miss the nerves, I miss the pressure, I miss all those things and you know, you hear it a lot and especially from the you know, the really experienced managers. We're we're sick people, managers are sick people, you know, to to crave and be addicted to the type of pressure and the intensity of the job, especially match day, you know, it's not it's not normal. It's a normal. Um and, and you know, and it, it won't be for everyone, that's for sure. But I really miss that challenge. I, I miss walking down the tunnel and having to try and find a way, whether it be through motivation, provocation, um, strategy, tactics, adaptation, whatever it has to be. You know, and I'm, I, I do miss that that point in my week where we're able to go to work and do that. And um, you know, it'd be great when the fans are back, but. I also think we've, you know, they've been so magnificent with the crowdfunding and all the support we've got from the supporters groups. Um, you know, I, 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 we will feel the support of our fans, uh, of the club's fans, because you know they've been so magnificent in trying to keep us going. And you know, again, on, yeah. on yeah. Scott's behalf and and the rest of the uh, and the rest of the football club players or staff, you know, we are so very very grateful to them for their generosity and 
you know, and being able to to give a little to the football club in hard times, very hard times. Well, I'm sure they love doing it, and they love the club, and they love what you guys put into it. So uh, uh, it's kind of a yeah. two way street, isn't it? But uh, but I know I know exactly what you're trying to say, and you know uh, I think I agree with you. I think the supporters have done a fantastic job to to raise that sort of money. Um, yeah, it's yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, really, isn't it? So that's good. Uh, that's good. Well, um, uh, Darren, thanks very much for joining us. Um, lovely, lovely insight into what's happening. Um, always rely on you to be. Uh, to be uh, forthcoming, which you have been, so keep it up. Uh, and um, yeah, no problem. Hopefully, I can speak to you. I don't know later in the week or early next week or something, if that's okay. Absolutely, no problem. Lovely. Thanks, Darren. Drive carefully, and I'll speak yeah. to you soon. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Top man. See Bye-bye. you, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Right. Well, there we go. That gives you a little bit of an insight into what's going on up at Hewish Park with uh, with all the restrictions due to the pandemic. But uh, certainly, the manager's been pretty forthcoming there to let you know how things are going. So, thank you for listening to Glover's Update uh, here on Three Valleys Radio. Please join us again next time. Bye-bye. Glover's Update, the very latest news from Hewish Park.